Crude oil is crude. Natural gas is pure. That's why Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas, not crude. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, Indiana's oldest state employee, is retiring at age 102. I'm Tony Kornheiser. You know what Ubi Brown calls him? What? Soft. Oh, that's cold. Dude's 102. What's he doing working every day? Come on, with the, with the Hoosier State, what are they doing? To this guy. Probably happy to work. Probably. He probably defines his life by his work, as at least one of the people on this set does. And that would be me. I like my work. Don't you like your work? Sometimes. Oh, I like it a lot. I like the podcast in the morning. I like it. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Kyrie oh, Irving wants more me. pieces. Odell Beckham packs the wrong backside. And could Trevor Lawrence leave Clemson to the XFL? But we begin today with the third manager to go down in a heap from the Houston Astros 2017 cheating scandal. First A.J. Hinch, then Alex Cora, and now former Mets manager, Carlos Beltran, who was named specifically in the commissioner's report as a player on the Astros who was intimately involved in the cheating. Wilbon players were specifically not suspended, but Beltran had been hired to manage the Mets. So for the third time this week, I ask you, did the Mets have to do this? Well, they did it, and they probably did, because we you know yesterday we talked about strong commissioner figures in our time, how they can pick up the phone or have someone pick up the phone and say, here's what's going to happen. Here's how this is going to play out. If you don't want me to come down on you for the rest of time, I'd like this favor. And we're spe- I'm speculating wildly speculation. now. That's yours. It's total speculation. That's yours, yes. But I'm thinking somebody in a high place told the Mets he's not going to work out in this position now. Get this done. Okay. So you disagree wildly with well, that? No, it's, it, 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 look, I would have kept Hinch, and I would have kept Cora, and I would have kept Beltran. That's just me. I would have had a one-year interim person, what do you assuming think, what it's do you a one-year. What think one happened? Year. The Mets met with uh, the commissioner yesterday. What do you think happened? I don't know. But I, I, here's what I know about the Mets, who I cared about a lot for a whole lot I know of you years. you did. Their last two managers, one guy's cheated, and he's out before he's even a manager. Yeah. The other guy, Mickey Calloway, was unhinged when he talked to to reporters, the GM is a former agent. The Mets are are sinking. The the Mets are, are well. This in a doesn't help position. them, does it? No. Well, let me. Nobody's let me, ever looking for a manager a day and a half before. So let me get to starts? what I think is the important thing going forward. Are you ready to believe that nobody on that Astros team will ever manage again? That this stain is such that they'll never manage. I don't. But we, you, you and I disagree. Wildly, you know, on the significance of this, I the, think there's no shelf life for anything in America anymore, and nobody has any shame. What about on and the somebody internet? Somebody hire all these guys. What about on the internet where they're now saying that Astros players had buzzers and they're up at the It'll plate and they get a buzz? I laughed when I heard that. It sounds like something out of a Bugs Bunny episode. What? You think nobody's going to manage? Come on. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how great this particular stain from that team is. There are people in the league who would sign A.B. right now if they thought he could score a touchdown and win, and you advocate for that. But yet some bogus cheating scandal? You think people should be stained for life? I'm wondering if they will be, and I don't think it's bogus. And I think it's wider. That's just me. Tony, there is more embarrassment coming out of New York as far as I'm concerned. Kyrie Irving. Your boy. After getting his butt lit up last night and after his team lost again, 
calmly told reporters that his Brooklyn Nets will be okay as soon as the team gets Kevin Durant and another piece, another piece or two in the lineup. He then mentioned by name a half dozen players, but left out big contributors like Jared Allen and Joe Harris. Tony, with the Nets battling for a playoff spot, how should players and executives feel about this? Well, you know where I am on Kyrie Irving. I'm going to go a little further this time. I'm going to say he's the most hateable player in the NBA right now. He, what he just did to his teammates is unconscionable for somebody who says he's a leader. For somebody who within leader. the last 72 hours said how mature he was now. How mature exactly is this to just throw gasoline on this particular team? How do you do this? I was watching this last night in, in close to real time because I stay up all night watching every press conference and scrum with a player in it. I love doing that. And I heard this. And I, I, I was stunned, Tony. First of all, Kyrie didn't really say anything that I disagreed with. But you can do that with your GM. You don't do it in public, public like this, Publicly. like right after a game in which your plus minus was the worst on the team. You know, his record when he didn't have LeBron James was something like 78 and 152. It's so bad. Here's what's happened with Kyrie. The Boston Celtics were better without him. Yes, the new Brooklyn Nets. I say New Jersey. The Brooklyn Nets. They're better without him. They're five and, and so nine why does he with him. Be, they're thirteen and thirteen why is he without him. Jury? And he's a fabulous player to watch. Except you're right; he can't lead a group of Cub Scouts. Well, you can't. You just cannot single out through omission two important players on Don't your team and say we got to get rid of them. When, when Kevin Durant gets there next year, everybody's going to expect them to win a championship. No, and no, I don't I think don't. they will. I don't either. I don't. Just, you know what? You know what? You know what's, what's bad about this? And I've told you this before. You used to get on me. I tell you, Kyrie Irving is one of the more engaging people in sports. How'd you like to. to be a teammate? I wouldn't. I'm just saying, he's one of the more engaging people. He thinks. He he he, he he's chatty. He's smart. And then, but there are things like this. Would you wonder if they just undermine they his do. credibility you, you and his position with course, his team? That's why t- teammates are happy when he's not there anymore. Because, in fact, it does yeah. undermine it. Mets and Nets. It's a tough and day now, for you, isn't it? happily, we get to Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr., who is seen pressing real, <laughs> actual cash into the hands of LSU players cash, after LSU beat Clemson the other night. This is an <laughs> obvious eye-raiser for the NCAA. And just as an aside, an arrest warrant has been issued for Beckham on a complaint of simple battery by a security guard in the Superdome who got his fanny slapped by Beckham. Video you have undoubtedly seen 600 Dude, times. go home. Wilbon, where do you want to start? Take your uniform off. You're a disgrace. Where do you want to, where do you want to start? Arrest warrant. Stop. That's where I, I so just started. You, oh, so you think it's a that spurious? That guy, suspend him for a You month. think it's a spurious, He's superfluous a lawsuit? It's worse than his stupid base-stealing scam. Get that guy out of here. Get him out of the dome. Get him out. Now. Beckham, Beckham, it, this is only about calling attention to himself sure. in the final moments after a sure. national championship game sure. to go. He knows he probably know all the cameramen. Come, come, come get this. What what is he doing? It does, but to me, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Okay. It's hollow. Let's what let's look at what the NCAA will do about this. They'll do nothing. They'll do nothing. They'll stand up and they'll say this was unfortunate, but they gave the money back and it was in the heat of victory. And so fine. But somebody at LSU has to say to somebody else, could we get this guy off the sideline? Because this is not going to work out for us. Because he took the time to consult with the NCAA to see if he could give his own particular brand of, of 
earphones beats, beats, yeah, that, that's, that he's contracted yeah. to because he didn't want to get anybody in trouble. Right. This was a look at me move, a total look at me move. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you this. Because he doesn't do that every week. Let me and that's you. why the Cleveland Browns, all these dopes who thought they were going to be so great, when you got multiple players doing this on that team in that room, so, and they're going to be great, really? This leads me to this question. Whether or not you think Kevin Stefanski is any good as a coach. Right. How would you like to be there 24 hours and this happens with one of your best players? Now you have to deal with this. What are you supposed to do with Odell Beckham Jr., who you know enjoyed this so much because it was about him? Hasn't he requested a trade anyway? or did he? I thought he said he was staying. He said he's staying I thought he said he loved his teammates and he was staying. You know, I guess he loves them a lot. Maybe he'll pass out money to them too. Yeah. Or he could mention four or five that aren't any good and ask Kyrie how to go about doing this. Tony, one of the guys that is going to get a lot more money than Beckham can dole out, even a lot more money than Beckham makes, is Trevor Lawrence. You knew this suggestion was going to come up sooner rather than later, and so here it is. Being made by Orlando columnist Mike Bianchi, he writes in the Sentinel that Lawrence, who is not yet eligible for the NFL draft, should bail on Clemson right now after two years and go play in the XFL, which starts play in less than a month. Tone, is this a move you would advise either party? Well, I'd advise one party. I'd advise the XFL to do it because he'd be the biggest star they had. I would advise Trevor Lawrence not to do it. I mean, here's what I would worry about. The last XFL was a joke, right? And maybe there's somebody in this XFL who wants to make a big name for himself by putting this kid out, by putting him out. Okay, how much money can he make? Can he even make $1 million there? Not to disparage $1 million. We don't know. But... He's going to be the number one pick in the draft next year. And NFL money is real money. And XFL money might be half money. And it might go away. I don't know. Well, before we get to the money, I mean, what could really hurt his money and his stock would be if he goes to that league. Let's say he doesn't get hurt. God forbid. But he gets exposed. Well, if he's no good. I mean... Yeah, this happens in sports. Mm. He wouldn't be the first I wouldn't bonus it. baby yeah, to right. have that happen. I wouldn't do it. So he could have that happen. You don't. I, we don't expect it. We think he's pretty damn good. I know. I still think he's great. But if he goes to that league, and that league is not as good as the NFL, no. but it's better than the ACC. Okay, okay? it's going to be better okay. than that. It's going to yep. be better okay. sure. than the than any college league because they got the best of the the cream or the secondary level of cream coming out of there out of, out of college. So it's it's risky. I think it's too much risk Way if too you much. are Trevor Look, Lawrence. Look, if you're Trevor Lawrence, one of the things you ought to be considering is going back to Clemson and not even playing and hiring coaches and doing all the workouts and getting ready because you're going to be, if you're not hurt, right. the number one pick. Right. The, the backup kid apparently announced today at Clemson that he's going yeah. to transfer out. Chase Bryce. Well, I'm not familiar with his Why would you transfer until you know what Mr. Lawrence's plans I would, are? I, would, I might wait a little while on yeah, that. Let's take little. a break. Coming up. The Niners crushed the Packers back in week 12. So how should Aaron Rodgers feel about facing them on Sunday? We're going to ask Steve Young. We'll also ask him whether the Titans' success running the football could make Ryan Tannehill rusty. I mean, this kid, if he's healthy, is the number one pick. He Look the, at Tua. He's he get not the number one pick. That's not going to happen. He doesn't even. We are fewer than 72 hours away from the league championship games. I still remember the chills I felt when I ran through the tunnel and onto the field. Our guest played in some of those, too. Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young. Let's start with this. Aaron Rodgers, who you know well, and the Packers have not lost since getting clobbered by the Niners in Week 12. That was a game that Rodgers had about 104 yards past, I think. Steve, if you were in his shoes, would you be feeling confident 
or would that loss be lingering? Lingering for a reason. This defense is ready to clobber you again. And so to me, the way the Packers have won all those games since is being kind of the narrow the, the guardrails down. They're going to run the football. Uh, they're going to ask Aaron not to be Superman. They're going to even run the ball in the red zone, uh, play some good defense, and that's how they're going to do it. They will lose to the 49ers doing that. Unless the you know, 49ers don't play. I mean, they could flub it up and everything. But they will lose doing what they've, doing, they've been doing to win. Aaron Rodgers, the only chance I see them, Tony, is that they have to put Aaron Rodgers with a Superman cape. And Aaron can still run for 50, 75 yards. I think that this is a young defense, the 49ers, as good as they are, maybe best in the league. They're still young. This is a new place for them. And I would take Aaron and create doubt. I would <laughs> run him. I would have him run a sweep. I would have him run the RPOs. I would have him move the pocket. I would never let those four guys get started on like they did the other in the Packer game with that kind of hubris that, you know, we got Aaron Rodgers and we can block four guys and you can't. And you're not going to. And so don't, don't give me that. We're going to do the same thing. They will be beat if they do the same thing they've been doing to win. Steve, God, this is like a flashback. I remember standing in front of your locker like 35 years ago asking you about the challenge of facing a four-man line when four guys can rush you and they don't need help. To take us through again why that can be so unnerving. Because when you have four, when you have when you only bring four, seven's enough to play a full field zone. You can also play quarters where you take a half of the field away essentially, and then you can still play man to man. You can actually double without exposing yourself. All that is still free. You bring that fifth guy, that one extra guy. All of a sudden, all that goes out the window, and now it's a, a good quarterback will ferret through and find the weakness that's inevitable with only six guys in the secondary. Six guys dropping, I will beat you. Seven, yeah, it's tough. And especially with, so when four guys can bring the heat, that's why in the NFL today, the teams that can do that, 49ers number one, you know, the Vikings can do that at times. The Saints can do it at times. There's teams that can, you know, when they, when four guys can do it, Seattle's done it over the years. When that happens, Denver in the Super Bowl, when they ran over everybody, those four guys can do it. It changes everything. Let's go to Ryan Tannehill of the Titans. He's thrown for just 160 yards. That's nothing over two playoff games. He's got a bunch of touchdowns. He says you don't forget how to throw and catch in two weeks. Do quarterbacks get rusty, though, if they are not asked to throw? I would, I would liken it to the Indianapolis 500. What is the, ups, the, the speeds now? 212 still? 225? I don't remember. You can't be great at driving at 225 if you're running around at 130. Like, it's just not going to – and so to me – being asked to go win football games and go through all the risk analysis to, to throw the ball and to throw people open and consistently do it and drop back 35 times and protect the football yet, be aggressive, find ways to put it in the end zone. That is something that you, 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 doesn't, you can't just turn on and off. You have to work at it and be kind of up to speed. So I do think there's a risk to coming in kind of in a more, well, we used the word sedate off camera, but they're a little more sedated in their passing game. I think it, it hurts when you have to kind of rev it up and go 212 and the Indianapolis 500. Let's do the passing game for a second, because before Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs started clicking and just, just blowing them off the field, there were a lot of drop passes. You didn't have much experience with drop passes, but when you did, Steve, what, what, what is that like? How frustrating is it? How do you get over it in a short period of time? Michael, didn't you feel that? I felt it at home, like the panic that was like, because it's not a seven-game series. You know in football that you got to fight, what, eight drives, maybe nine or ten, and you've now got two down, and you're down 24. There's panic. It's, not, it's 
80,000 people panicked in the stands. There's 23 coaches and 50 players completely panicked. And so that's why the balls are getting dropped. And you need something to change because it's – and that they got it. They got the failed fourth down kind of punt, fake punt. They got the fumble on the punt, on the kickoff return. And all of a sudden, it allowed for that panic to kind of abate. And suddenly – and that when you're panicked like that, it's, it's not 80,000 people and 550. It's one. There is one chief. It's everybody in that stadium on the field and off, and they're all collectively in a panic zone. It's tough. And so when they were dropping those balls, you could feel it. You could see them, like, overwrought and desperate. And all of a sudden, those, those you know, kind of a couple of things changed that momentum, and suddenly they could become themselves again. And when you're yourself again, you're not panicked, you're not desperate, you can actually play some pretty good football, as you saw, 51 points. We'll get you out of here on this, and we'll go to a college kid, Joe Burrow. He had one of the all-time great college seasons what do you see when you watch this kid play? I see a guy like, you know, he throws, uh, I mean, smooth. Um, and uh, Andrew Luck kind of, when, you, when Andrew Luck threw the ball, especially in college, a young guy, it was just, it was, you know, you kind of transfixed. And he can, he's smooth. And I like that. And you need that. You need that. There's a, he throws with the end of his fingers. His fingers are actually extra long, it feels like. And he can kind of just, it just gets out there and smooth. He can, he can go off, he can run, he can move. There's a lot of real positive things. I didn't like after he won, I mean, smoking cigar. He's like, you know, what is it, old 1975? I mean, he's got, uh, uh, he's, he's tipped, he's tipped up at uh, some re- interview. It's like, Joe, do not make this job harder than it already is. You're, you're, you're probably going to go number one and everybody's staring at you. And they, want, and they want to invest in you. And they want to ask, invest maybe a quarter billion dollars over a period of time. Like, make sure that you're buttoned up to, to let everybody know that you're ready to go, you know, kind of earn. Not you can't earn that money, but at least stand for it for some great organization. Because that's, that's my tip post-game. Post so it makes here. us so happy when you're on the show. Here. Thank you very Love much. Love it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Guys. You guys are the best. Let's take one last break. Still to come, what's going wrong with the Rockets? Is Markel Fultz finally erased all doubts? If, if everybody out there, young, who wants to play football, play quarterback particularly, and you listen to Steve Young, yeah, you're an listen. idiot. Yeah, Your parents listen. should lock you out of the... Happy time, people. Happy 40th birthday, Albert Pujols. Well, we can certainly draw a straight line down from when Pujols left the Cardinals and joined the Angels. Pujols' most recent season... Pretty good for a 39-year-old. 23 homers, 93 RBI, and 131 games. That's not bad for a 29-year-old. Now, Pujols is still collecting absurd money from the Angels. But a 3-4-5 of Trout, Rendon, and Pujols, that's pretty scary for a pitcher. Scary enough to get the Angels back into the postseason? One would hope. I mean, they've been absent. No. And we don't ever get to see Trout. Trout. like to see him. Happy anniversary, Shaq. On this day 27 years ago as a rookie. Shaq led the Magic past the Bulls in overtime by putting up 29 points and 24 rebounds. Will Purdue. Orlando won despite Michael Jordan scoring 64, the second highest total of his career. Well, on yesterday, you compared John Morant to no, Jordan. I compared his Has Morant gotten down. 64 yet? No. And one other question in context yep. was 29 and 24 better than 64? No, a few guys have gotten 29 and 64, Russell every night, but Wilton Kobe headlined a list of only nine players in NBA history who've had 64 or more in a game. Happy trails to Australian basketball for LaMelo Ball. Lonzo's youngest brother threw in the towel on the Illawarra Hawks with six games to go in the season. LaMelo has a bone bruise in his heel and decided not to play the remaining six games. Concentrate instead on the upcoming NBA draft. So LaVar and LaMelo are coming back up from down under. And tell the truth, Wilbon, you have missed them. 
No, I haven't missed one of them. I, I miss seeing this kid play, but you can see him play. Tony, talking to talent evaluators, the best ones. He's high in the draft, ball. right? No, he's high. Yeah. Can you go higher than one? Oh, he's one? For a lot of them, right now, one. Not the right Memphis now. kid? No. One. One. Ball. Wow. Big finish. Here we go. Let's do it. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that the Bengals are zeroing in on Joe Burrow for their top pick in the draft. Your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Duh. Right. After losing for the third time in four games last night, or right ago, Mike D'Antoni says the rocket ship is getting rocked right now. Lost to Portland last night. Big deal, little deal, no deal. I think it's no deal because teams, good teams especially, are hitting that period of time where they slump until the All-Star game. Days. No yeah, question. it is over. Yeah, I agree. The Timberwolves traded Jeff Teague to the Hawks for Alan Crabb. Who won that trade? Teague just seems to go back and forth. I mean, it's, I don't know that anybody not make that a big headliner. Markel Fultz had a triple-double. Magic snapped the Lakers' nine-game win streak. Are you impressed with him, aren't you? It's not so much that I'm impressed, because he was the number one pick in the draft. He should be doing that, as I'm happy for him. Me too. He had to get out of Philadelphia. Go someplace without pressure. Orlando is the right place for him. Last one, Demi Lovato will perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Is that a good choice? Uh, PTI talent scout Julia Maldonado says, yeah. Oh, good. Great voice, big voice. We'll enjoy her singing the national anthem. Terrific. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm so important. Every discipline here at PWI. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. Chris from Ship Sticks. Shout out. You know what that's about.